You are listening to the WW Phil Podcast, your guide to feel good. Phil is an everyday guy who wanted to feel good. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Now let's join our host, Phil, for today's conversation about wellness and feeling good. Hey, family, welcome back to the podcast. So excited for this episode. The lovely Ms. Ashley is with us. She is indeed a WW rock star and also a fellow ambassador. Let's go now and listen to our conversation. You know, it's important to have have this conversation told. So anyway, Ms. Ashley's here and I, I would kind of duplicate what we talked about last night, but I just kind of tell us how you got started with WW and that kind of thing. We'll go from there. That works. Um, in a nutshell, I did WW when I was um, probably 20 and that didn't go very well for me. And then I just stopped worrying about it. And I gained um, a lot of weight after I had my daughter and my father passed away. Um, I kind of stopped caring about myself and I put on probably 75, 80 pounds. Um, and then I rejoined in 2016 before my son um, and I was doing good but I didn't have the right mentality. I had it all wrong. I didn't do it for the right reasons. And I I was expecting unrealistic results. And uh, long story short, after about three or four months of losing, I had my first gain and I quit. So then I put all the loss plus a couple pounds back on. Um, And then funnily enough, I joined WW on a Monday. um, And then on Thursday, I found out I was pregnant with my son. So I had to kind of put that on hold. Yeah, so I delivered my son um, about 215 pounds, and when he was six months old, and he started being mobile, and I was having, I had two kids, I just couldn't do it anymore, so I was like tossing around all different types of ways to lose lose weight, because that was at the time the only thing important to me, not realizing it's so much more than that, Yeah. but I said, I don't want to lose weight, because I always find that weight, I always gain that weight right back, so this isn't about losing weight, how can I change my lifestyle to do something sustainable and the only thing that ever struck me was ww so i set one random day there's nothing lined up there was no real reason it was just i needed to change and i just hit the app and joined there was no wedding or anything at the end i just wanted to be able to eat the foods i like but figure it out and i just joined told my husband i'm joining and this is it and that was 2018 yeah. and i a year later and I'm about a year holding that goal now so that was almost two years ago and it was the best decision ever for sure that's that's amazing and like I think as we said last night I feel like that as you went through this there was a period of time when you went from all of the questioning and that kind of stuff to an actual belief that man I can do this like what does it yeah. feel now to be able to, to that was you know, probably the number one thing was to realize that you can do like when people say to me, I'm sure you get this a lot. I wish I can do it like you did. I wish I could. And I'm like, I'm nobody special. And of course I'm somebody special, but there was nothing different about me hitting that join button. than I just like all of us, when we hit that join button, just want yeah. to change our lives for the better. And I wanted to do it where there was no, nothing off limits. Like you want a potato, have a potato, just plan it into your day. You want a yeah. glass of wine, have a glass of wine. You want dessert, save your points for it. Um, and that really motivated me to figure out, I, and I kind of love spending points like money. Like if I were to go to a store, how much, how much can I get for my $30? Yeah. Kind of use that points. It's a fun game almost. Um, and yeah, just realizing that you don't have to put a stigma on food and nothing's off limits. You just have to find what's worth it to eat and fit it into your life. And you can literally lose weight and keep weight off, which is the number one 
thing for me. I've always lost weight. I've lost yeah. weight plenty of times in my life, but I always found it. <laughs> it always yeah. came back. This is the yeah. first time that I lost it and it has not found me. It is off. <laughs> yes. So if you if you break it apart, like what what's the greatest change? Because I know we said last night when we were talking that you didn't necessarily change the the exact foods, the name of the foods, right. the style of foods that you were Absolutely. eating. You were able to change something enough that allowed you to lose weight. I'm guessing that simply is like moderation and awareness. Hundred percent. Deficit. So how much how much do you like? I think it's always critical for people to understand that a good caloric deficit does not mean starvation. Oh my God, so true. So true. You feel like you have to eat like steamed veggies and boiled chicken for every meal in order to lose weight. That was my belief. I figured you can't eat a potato in this way. You can't have pasta. You can't have bread. You can't. It's just, it's wrong. And then I was like, why? 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 Like I can have whatever I want, but maybe not too much of it. And that's like what you said um, was finally realizing if I'm in the mood for a potato, I'm going to, have that potato but my lunch is probably going to be a little lighter where mm -hmm. before ww my lunch would have some type of heavy food and my dinner would have it and then i would go for the dessert and now i kind of just figure out a way like what am i really craving am i really craving dessert because then i'll save four points for that am i really craving that huge baked potato with butter and sour cream because then i'm gonna have that but maybe i'll skip that second cup of coffee with real cream i kind of yeah. just figured it out you know yeah, yeah, it's it's very interesting when everything is a uh, a movable or a stretchable thing. Like if if lunch is what I want to make my big meal, then I stretch it out, right. and then I like make breakfast be obedient, and I make dinner be Absolutely. obedient. And you know, I I love the strategy side of it, but it really mm -hmm. boils down to just if if you're ready to mentally engage with that. I know I, I said last night that that the way we think about food is the way out of being overweight. Uh, it's not through sheer effort. It's not through running a thousand miles and thinking that you can just can make your body. Uh, yeah, you fall can't, like, out, you yeah. can't outrun a bad diet. And I, yeah. I feel like someone said that and it's so true. You can run 30 miles. But if you come home and eat two pints of Ben and Jerry's and four bags of chips that run, unless you're one of the people that are blessed. <laughs> Some people yeah. are blessed that way. But if you're not, you have to kind of do both. You know, you have to figure it all out together. Oh yeah. And what the crazy thing is like, I know, I mean, we all have those friends that when we were in our twenties and they were college and that kind of stuff, they naturally had the most fit body and it, and, you know, aesthetically pleasing, looking good and that kind of stuff maybe worked out some, but never were like crazy workout people. And then they, you know, as everybody else has kids or finds jobs or gets a desk job or life happens and stuff. When they get to 40, they have no lifestyle of wellness and then it they, is funny that you say that because i won't call anybody's name out but i have a lot of people that when we were growing up in high school i envied them and i was always the one who can gain weight lose weight gain weight um and there were some of my friends that i just envied their bodies their lifestyle they could go we, we went to applebee's at 10 o'clock at night and they would eat whatever they wanted and i couldn't because if i did i'd gain and now they're the same people who found my journey on Instagram and are coming to me for advice now on how to figure this out because it did catch up to them we are pushing 35, 40, and those bad habits are catching up. And that's so weird for me to be giving any advice to these people that I admired my whole life. And now the tables have turned and it's it's a strange feeling for sure. Yeah, absolutely. I, I feel like we all, um, we all go through these circles of life 
uh, I know for me, the ability to have reclaimed my life at this age of my life, I'm 44 or what have you, and uh, the ability to do the things that I've done has really opened up opportunities for me to find a purpose well beyond, you know, just being a, a dad, husband, uh, father, son, all of the things that are given in my life. I have, I have but wellness purposes and goals and things like that. And I feel like a lot of that comes with the ability or the desire to be open and transparent and begin to tell your story. What, what is it? Meant something I had to learn because when I first started this journey, um, I made this Instagram private. I, I was kind of embarrassed for lack of a better word. I didn't want to show a before and after because I was too ashamed of the before. Um, I didn't want people to know I was trying to lose weight because in my head, they were just going to make fun of me again because you were probably going to quit. Oh, here she is. She's on another. I was the person always posting the green shakes for three days. Here we go. And then I gain it right back. And I felt like people were going to look at me like, um, oh, yeah, actually lost weight again. Because funnily enough, I made an Instagram three years ago um, and it, it was private. And I still I don't know the password now. But when I finally started seeing that I was really doing this, I hit that privacy off. And I started allowing people from my real life in because I didn't want, I wanted to keep that separate. I didn't want anybody in my real life to know about my journey. Yeah. And now here we are two years later and the amount of people in my real life that come to me and say that I've inspired them or I've helped them or I've changed their lives. It literally blows my mind because you don't set out for that. And then it kind of just, you have to embrace it. Like I had to be like, wow, okay, let me, let me do something with this because I want people to know that you can live your life and lose weight and be healthier, feel good about yourself. And you don't have to sacrifice everything that you love because I thought you did. So when I see my friends trying all these new fad things, I want to shake them and be like, no, just listen to me. Just don't do it. <laughs> you know? Yeah, absolutely. And I, I feel like one of the, one of the healthiest things about WW that, that happens, and I see it happen to so many people is that as you walk through this process, you learn that the older you, or the, the younger you, the, yes, the, the old person version of you, being, yeah, yeah, um, is not a bad person. So is true. not a person that deserves condemnation. Yeah, yeah. You learn that so although I am no longer that person, that person is still in me, and that person carried me through all those that. that is you, because like I, I always say, like I when I see these pictures of me before the person who struggled trying to camp with her family and they were all on a hike and I was the only one out of shape that person when I see that picture I almost can't remember that person mm -hmm. but at the same point I could never forget that person so yeah. it is a strange feeling like I don't remember that I also so vividly remember it at the same point if that makes sense like it's strange because it's been a while but that person is me that is me who didn't have these healthy habits that yeah. didn't realize you know yep Yep, absolutely. And I, I, I mean, I know that uh, back in, you know, back in the day, personally for me, um, the years 2007, 8, 9 were, were pretty rough. Like the decade of the, the 2010s was really rough on me, like uh, mindset wise. A lot of my really good friends got married, uh, guys that I grew up with, I was in a band with and travel with. They all got married and that wasn't part of my life. It wasn't until 2010 that I would meet and then 2011 got married. And yeah. so that's that's when that part of my life started to come come alive in me. But there was a lot of like self-judgment and stuff. In 2007, I weighed like 460 pounds. And, you know, that's, that is that is 60 
64 pounds heavier than I was when I came to WW. So you look, you look at that number, I'm 200 and something pounds less than that today. That's absolutely um, which is crazy. I mean, I only count the 150 that I've lost on WW as far right, as I can right. do it here. From but your absolute highest yeah. to now is 200 yeah. pounds. And so I remember periods of time where life was so going the wrong direction that now when I see it, I can see that if that person wasn't strong enough to do the things that he did to get so back, to turn it around today, then I would probably be dead. If that person had given up, so I have to love that guy, even though he no, made sure. poor choices. I have to yeah. love that guy, and uh, I think taking that's... that leap to get you here. Because if if yeah. that person didn't hit that join button and put in that effort and stick with it when it was, you know, like the days that it just seems hard. Because there's a lot of time you. I mean, I know you had a little bit more of a straight and narrow journey, but for me, yeah. there was a lot of times I wanted to stop again because I would do everything right and I gained one point two, and then I that yeah. mind shift of like, here we go why are you doing this? Is it a waste of your time? And then I was like, oh, why is it a waste of my time? I gained a pound, but I just like, stay with it. And then that pound came. I had to really push through. And that person led me to this person because if that person quit, I probably would at this, I don't know if I necessarily, but I mean, I was pre-diabetic. I have heart problems in my family and depression. And there's a lot of stuff that goes along with it. So yeah. I am proud of that person for finally joining and, and sticking yeah. with it and switching her mindset. That was the number one thing for me when I hit that join button that same June. I talked to myself, like, you know, it sounds weird, but I sat down and I said, all right, this is not no get skinny quick fix. This is not no, let's see how fast I can lose weight. It doesn't matter how long it takes. If I lose 0.2 for five years, I don't care <laughs> if yeah. I can eat the foods I like, live my life, not feel deprived and sad and make progress towards a healthier version of me, sign me up. And that was what I did. I didn't care how long it took. I didn't care if I lost slower than other people. Because you can compare yourself to other people's journeys. Yeah. And that's not that's their journey. That's not my journey. So for me, yeah. it was just that person with the right mindset this time. Because last time I didn't. I said, if you don't do it fast, then don't do it at all. And this yeah. person said, I don't care. And thank God. Because here we are. Time goes by fast. And yeah. it doesn't feel like that when you're waiting for that weigh-in and you only see 0.8 or 1.2. You're like, Ugh. so it takes forever. Guess what? Forever happens fast, really fast. So absolutely. What's what's the crazy thing about it? And we can kind of finish uh, the mindset part kind of here, and then I want to talk about food, and then we can take like 45 seconds to talk about activity after last night's conversation. <laughs> I think we know how long that's going to take me to talk about. <laughs> anyway, but no, the thing you is. Okay, that's good. The thing is, is when you when you break it down, and I love like digging deeper and breaking stuff down, is like if you're not willing to do the the mental math, as I say, on your life assessment, and then you think about what what we would say, and I'll use the word normal. It's not to mean that we're abnormal, but just your normal person. Uh, they probably don't even if their body is in the healthy healthy status they don't have to think about these things so it's almost like being on autopilot or whatever for uh, your your typical person but what i think is like even a better thing beyond getting the opportunity to live life on autopilot is to get to live life with an intentionality and i don't i don't think i don't see it as a negative thing to have to think about food like this I think about I think it that's as, a good point because I had to have that mentality switch too, where 
did have a pity party for myself in the beginning. I did look at my sister-in-law who I worked with and would watch her eat bacon cheeseburgers with cheese fries and drink a milkshake and then just never gain an ounce. And my husband and my sister, everybody in my life mostly is naturally don't have to think about food. Like they don't wake up and say, all right, if I have this for dinner, I have to do this for lunch. They just eat and go on with their day. And I used to get jealous or resentful and then have a pity party for myself that I couldn't live that life and all this. And then I was like, okay, that's their lives. Like that doesn't have to be a negative of my life just because I have to put a little more effort into something because there's something in their life that they probably look at me and wish that they had. It's always the grasses that we and yeah, I had to realize I mean, if it takes a little bit of tracking for me to do this, so be it. That's not a big deal. I have something in front of me that I can do use. Like, yeah, is it wonderful to track every single food and have to whip out my phone at a restaurant and scan? No, but guess what? Yeah. This is worth it. It's worth it. So yeah. that's that's the that's the true statement. The the worth it. You you decide what's worth it with food, activity, mindset, all the things, but you decide for yourself, I'm worth it. Right. And then when you do that you start to build your version of what this is. This is your testimonial for say about how you do this. And the interesting part, and a lot of people don't even think about it like this, that if, if you were normal, if you were perfect, if you were 128 pounds and, and, and all the things, then you wouldn't have this testimony and you would not have this platform to be able to help okay. people and share your life. You could not be this person that says I've lost 75 pounds when you have always been 128. You couldn't speak into this community, right? So like the opportunity through telling your story has given you this platform to be able to be the person that you are, the intended person that actually is supposed to be or the intended person that feels supposed to be is because we were able to do that. And I, I see that as a great responsibility and opportunity. Hey, I wanna jump in here for just a second and take a pause and we'll hear from one of our sponsors. Thank you for joining us, we'll be right back. Now a message from our partners. Hey, family, have you heard about my friend, Lindsay? Yeah, the WW Pound Dropper. You know, she is amazing. She's a wife and a mom of three amazing kiddos. And you know, after a diagnosis of a life-threatening disease, she knew she really needed to make some changes to her approach in both food and in the kitchen cooking. So... After losing over 80 pounds on WW, which is amazing, for her, the recipe that got it all started, her zero-point plain Jane cheesecake. You know, those Greek yogurt cheesecakes, they're yummy. They are a staple of hers and mine. She now has endless recipes of all types, really, from stroganoff to chocolate no-bake cookies, from plain Jane cheesecake to sausage and cheese biscuits, and literally everything in between. The Pound Dropper Tribe is active, and they are a force. So you should join us. And if you want to, you can find Miss Lynn's at thepounddropper.com or on Instagram at www.pounddropper. Now back to our host, WW Phil. Well, uh, so we can talk about food. We talked about activity last night for all of y'all that are watching this, and activity is not In a nutshell, yeah. In a nutshell, nutshell, it's not my my forte. That is not my strong point, but... um, but I, so I think that I'll work it's okay. I had to pick, like I said in the beginning, I'll say to some people when they struggle with how much they dislike working out and tracking, I always advise, and this is not advising not to work out because I will say that I don't work out, but I am active. So mm-hmm. there's a difference. I don't actively work out, but I don't sit around a lot. Um, mm-hmm. But for me, I wanted to put my energy 
I didn't want to overwhelm myself. I didn't want to start tracking and join the gym and do all these things and, and get myself overwhelmed. So I wanted to figure out the tracking and WW side and then incorporate, like I'll go for a long walk with my son. I'll, you know, make extra steps, bring my laundry up purposely. Those are my ways of working out. Like I have a split level house and instead of taking all the laundry up in a basket, I take each person's stuff up individually. That's just a little way so you can get creative to move without having to feel like you have to kill yourself in the gym yeah I do now that I am here and I've been at goal I would like to incorporate some exercise or toning or strengthening because as much as I am in better shape I'm also not strong um yeah. and that's something I want to work on because you could be in good shape but you could also not be in good shape at the same point just because you're skinny doesn't mean you're healthy in that yeah. aspect. So it is something that I want to start. That is my next goal is yeah. to start slowly. And same thing as with, with WW. I'm not saying tomorrow I'm going to go run a 5k. <laughs> like yeah. same thing with WW. When I joined, it wasn't, you're going to lose all weight, all your weight in one month. No, you're going to do this. Slowly. So maybe I'll slowly incorporate 10 minutes of uh, some arms and yeah. I don't want to overwhelm myself. I want to do it where I don't hate it. Just like I did with WW. I don't hate it still to this day. And that's yeah. something that I wanted with your activity you should always just think about think not think about an activity per se but think about something you want to do like for instance you you talked about going camping like well if i want to go camping i know i'm going to need to walk maybe i should so learn how to walk through some woods and up and down some hills and yes. you're getting the movement but you're doing it where you're fine doesn't mean you have to go to the gym for three hours a day and work out and do things just find your thing and yeah. I slowly incorporate it. In the beginning, I would actively go for long walks and I track my steps um, and stuff like that. But I put more of my effort into my diet, um, yeah. my like figuring that out. I didn't want to overwhelm myself, but everybody's life is different. My life is, I am a stay at home mom. I don't sit at a desk all day. I am chasing a two-year-old around all the time. I have a six-year-old. So maybe if I worked a nine to five and I didn't get a lot of steps in, I'd have to go to the gym to accumulate how much I had yeah. to sit around. So you have to learn don't compare just because I didn't have to work out. Doesn't mean someone else may not have to work out um, and vice versa. So that's what I love about WWs. Everybody can take what they want from it. Take yeah. like they may follow your journey and be inspired by this and then follow my journey and take that and then follow X amount and, and to pull a little bit from each person that inspires you and figure out what yeah. works for you. Yeah. I, I, for me, like the whole inspiring thing, sometimes it's con confusing to me. Uh, I know that I've lost a, a, a big number, but man, I don't want people to be inspired by the big number. I want them to be inspired by the fact that I tell my story and that I'm willing to talk to them because oh, I know that. that's the way that that's the way out. I always say, I say it so much. Like, so true. The people see yeah. the number and they just go, how fast did you lose it? How did you do it? It's like, don't listen to that. That comes with what I did, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So really family, family of four, dad's an athlete, two kids, and you're on WW. How do y'all do food? That was the biggest challenge in the beginning. I get that question a lot on my Instagram. It's like, how do you manage your family? Um, so for me, I had to figure out what worked for me. Um, I said this last night, but I'll repeat real quick. I have a lot. I have a husband who has to almost make an effort to gain weight. My husband yeah. can't, like he, at this point in his life, caught up a little bit, but he was spent on weight gaining programs in his life when he played baseball. He used to have to set an alarm in the middle of the night to drink a protein shake because he couldn't go too long yeah. without calories. And you have me who was trying to put myself to sleep so I don't eat. Um, and then I have two kids. One of them has severe allergies to peanuts, tree nuts, and shellfish, which is tough because we love shrimp. Wow. She can't ruin it. And then my son is allergic to egg. So I can't really make for them what we eat. So what I do is cook my kids' foods kind of together. And then my husband eats what I eat, just full fat. 
So if I'm making a pizza, I'll use fat-free mozzarella cheese. He uses full-fat cheese. If yeah. I'm making pasta, he just has two cups of pasta, and I wet, I wet measure mine. Um, if I'm cooking chicken, I'll do mine in the air fryer, and he gets it in oil if he wants it. But he yeah. actually really likes eating healthy. Um, so yeah, and then just making the same food. Just don't have to put. I don't have to weigh his food, track it. I just make it, and then he'll get butter on his pasta, and I'll use spray butter, stuff like that. Mm. So just, but a tablespoon of butter is four points. So me skipping yeah. the butter on my pasta saved me four points and he gets the full fat version for him, him to be able to, like I had avocado yesterday in my BLC. I put almost the whole thing on his and I just weighed mine. So he got a lot of healthy fat and I got just the right amount that I wanted, you know? Yeah. So that's, it was a big challenge though. It was something that almost threw me off and didn't want to do it. It's another, it was almost another excuse because that's what I was going to make it. I was going to say, no, it's too hard. It's too hard to figure out how to feed myself. That's at the end of the day, the extra 10 minutes it takes for me to have to cook my food separately from his is not a good enough excuse for me not to do it. And I had to realize that because you can come up with an excuse for why it's always easier. Not, it's always easier not to do certain things, but is it worth it? No. Yeah. <laughs> so you use a scale for a lot of things, right? I do. I did yeah. it in the beginning, um, but I've, I've talked about this on my page a lot. And I think we talked about this a little bit last night. One of the reasons it works for you, I feel like that, doesn't have to sit there and obsess over every little gram of food is because you kind of have your weeklies as an insurance policy. If you're off two or three points, no big deal. I don't know if I've ever left one behind. So yeah. if I'm guessing and I'm using all my weeklies I, and I'm off 10 or 15 points and I use all my weeklies, I'm probably not going to see the results. So because I use all my weeklies, the days I don't, I need to know I am tracking, honestly, because if not, me and Lauren talk about this a lot. The difference from maintenance to weight loss is only six points uh, yeah. for green. I don't know if it's five on blue. You know how easy it is to be off six points if you're not tracking yeah. and weighing and measuring. Um, but that is because I actively use my weeklies. I, I use them every single week. So that is why, once again, it works for me. Some people hate the scale, the, the scale, like the measuring scale. And I tell them, you don't have to do this. That's not, that's just yeah. what worked for my mentality. So I don't have to worry, am I overeating? I know I'm not overeating. There is no, was that a tablespoon, but I tracked a teaspoon. I don't have to worry about that because I have a heavy hand. So I, and that's what happened to me when I started, I was making my coffee right in the beginning and I was tracking two tablespoons and I wasn't losing as fast. I was like, what's going on? I started measuring my creamer. I was using a fourth of a cup. So wow. I'm tracking three points and I was having seven points. There's four points a day unaccounted for. So for me, I had to be, I had to become more accurate, you know, but that is just my thing. Does not mean it works for everybody. And that's what I love about WW. It's not a rule. And I think that's the beautiful thing. You, WW doesn't tell you, you have to track and weigh all your food. Well, they no, track your food, but they weigh all your food. That is not a mandatory. That is optional. And if you don't like it, throw the scale in the garbage. That's fine. You know, yep. but if you are wondering if you have a little bit of a heavy hand, what about the scale, you know? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. It does, so work. It does work I, well for me. I asked about this last night, but like, do you do very much pre-tracking or do you kind of track as you go? I don't do a lot of pre-tracking. Um, I, I would say 90% of the time is not pre-tracked. Um, the only time I pre-track is if I know like Saturday night we're going to Outback for my sister's birthday. So then that day will be thought out. I don't know if it'll be pre-tracked, but it'll be like, okay, you're probably going to have two egg whites with spinach and tomatoes and then your lunch is probably going to be a pita pizza and your snack is going to be apples and maybe a small something and then you're going to save all your points for that big dinner that's more than the only time i'll pre-think out but like today i have no idea what we're having for dinner but i know yeah. what points i have so i'm going to look in my fridge and see what i'm in the mood for and then i'm going to work it into my day and then 
So I always have my staples available. Yeah. So I kind of just see what I'm in the mood for. I had a low point breakfast because I think we have that thing tonight. So I think I want to have a glass of wine. So I saved my points for breakfast for my glass of wine tonight. So it, it's thought out as opposed to pre-tracked. I guess that's the way I do it. Like think about it, but I don't sit here and open my app. Like if you open my app, there's nothing in there besides what I ate already. Okay. I don't do meal prep or anything of that nature. Make sure you track every day though, like even retro track. Mm, I more than not, yes, but I can't say that I've tracked every day. I wish, I wish I have, I wish I did, but, but at the other point, that's another different version of a journey. Um, there's yeah. been days I go two or three days without tracking, but I go back the next day. I don't yeah, give up. It's, you know? it's always interesting for, um, to see the difference in people, how, how success can come in different ways in the aspect of like, I've been doing WW for 864 days. I have tracked for 864 days. I have not skipped a single day, <laughs> you know, like. That's amazing. That, that's amazing. Right? Yeah. That's absolutely amazing. I, I can't, I mean, like, I just guess when I first started, I realized that it wasn't going to be an obnoxious intrusion into my day. I just needed to do it. I need to be aware of it. And I've, I've been able to do that. Uh, you know, that's my value-based judgment that I put on myself. I would say more times than not, though, I do track. So I would say, and, and that's something I tell people when they message me and they're like, I had a bad week. I'm like, just let your good days outweigh your bad. Like yeah. at the end of the month, and I had to really like dig deep with that too. Like if I have so-called bad meals, like you said, we said, I said, there's no such thing as a bad meal, but a high point meal or, and I, or a meal I didn't track or I had a day off track. At the end of the month, if more than not, I'm tracking and putting out, there's going to be, a hundred meals that I was on track and maybe five off that hundred yeah. meals is going to be at the end of the month, going to give me a result, but those five are what I'm going to focus on. And I had to realize that. Why are you focusing on the one or two meals out of a whole week that you did great? Like you had to, I, once again, it was a mentality switch. A lot of this is mental. Um, so I literally had to be like that one meal doesn't define my whole week. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I, another yeah, thing I realized was you don't have to wait until a certain day to go back on track. You can go back on track the next snack. The next yep. meal. I used to think if I blew it on a Friday, just wait until your weekly is reset and just blow the next five days. Why? What did that do? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it did nothing for I, me. And I said last night, uh, you know, like sometimes it's one bad choice, one bad trip to the pantry. Sometimes it's one bad meal, sure. one bad day, one bad week, Absolutely. a couple of bad weeks. But it's whenever yeah. you start back and do it all, do it all I've over. I've had that happen. Like I had to. We moved in with my in-laws. Um, about five, six months into my journey and I had to share a kitchen. We were selling a house and buying a house and it was stressful. I kind of yeah. just put a pause button. I still kind of tracked. I still made better choices. I still used my staples, but I was sharing a kitchen. It was not easy. I had a six month old. It was very tough. So I kind of just knew, all right, this is not the end of my journey. I just kind of have to put a little bit of a pause on it and that when you do the best quit? I can. And the day that we move in my house and I have my own kit and I hit the resume button and here we went and I started losing again. So you just have to, you don't have to quit because something's, life threw a curveball at you. Just yeah, know you're getting you back on no matter how long it takes. Didn't you say you almost decided to quit back around Christmas? I did, and that was the month. I, I hit the quit button in December of 2018. Um, I was down about 30 or 40 pounds and I submitted my cancellation. I was going to try to see if I can do it with like a third party app and just see if I learned the right tools. I just was, it was holiday season and I just felt like I, it was just something in my brain that was just telling me I was not going to do this again. And yeah. I tried and Weight Watchers was like, no, 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 take a free month. Please think about, you know, how they, like, they didn't say that, but in my head, that's how they said it. And yeah. I did. And in that month, I lost another like seven pounds. And then I was like 20 pounds from goal. And I was like, no, oh, we're, going. we're doing this. And that June I hit goal and I've been at goal for a year. So 
thank God I didn't actually go through with that because I probably would have gained it all back like I always do. <laughs> and in October, WW called you. That that is wild. That is crazy. Less than a year later, I became a WW ambassador. That is <laughs> absolutely insane. Yeah, what I, I think we talked about this a little bit last night. Like what is what has that changed about like for you? Like how has how has that impacted like your it's, ability it, to tell your story? Put into words, and I know that sounds cliche, but it really is such a outer body like experience almost when it happened when i'm on the phone with someone from ww yeah a weight and wellness company and here i was two years later absolute rock bottom my family was worried about me um i was worried about me i was going to my doctor and getting my thyroid checked because i was convinced there was something wrong with me mm -hmm. um I was tired. I was short with my kids. I came up with excuses not to do things with them. And now here we are less than two years later and I'm representing a wellness and weight loss company. Like I yeah. felt like someone was playing a joke on me, but then I had to realize like, no, this is real life. Like they find you inspiring enough that they want you to represent their company. And that is a crazy honor because there's only X amount in the entire country. Yeah. Uh, so I'm one of them to this day seems outer like i'm seven months in or six months in and i still don't take one second of it for granted because mm -hmm. i can jump on my roof right now and tell everybody to try ww and mm -hmm. even if i didn't get a thing from that which we don't you know like people think it's a paid gig it's not a paid gig people think oh you have to say that i don't have to say anything yeah. <laughs> i genuinely credit ww for changing my life for the better because it taught yeah. it gave me the tools to realize that i can live my life eat the foods i love and lose weight and keep the weight off and learn about a healthier version of me. And yeah. I'm so grateful, like seriously, yeah. it's so weird. It's, I almost kind of been here for so long now, I forget about it. But then when I think about it, I'm like, wow, like, yeah, yeah it's, this is your life, this is crazy. Real uh, crazy. And, um, you know, I think that clearly there's some, some affirmation that comes, especially from followers and that kind of stuff. They're like, oh, this is ambassador. And they, they give you a certain level of respect. Uh, but the truth is we're just people exactly like anybody who would DM us and we have the I same love that so much and uh, the my, I get that a lot for you do too I wish I, I don't have your I don't have your this I wish I could do it like you did I am I'm not gonna say nobody's special because we're all special but I, there was nothing different about me that made me be able to do this any more than Joe Schmo on the street if I and I hate the cliche and I say it to people all the time I feel like a walking cliche if I can do it anybody yeah. can do it. I had a baby. I had a father that passed away. I had a lot of trouble in my life. I had a lot of things stacking against me, but those are all more of the more, the more reason to want to do it. Those, instead of using them as excuses, I use them as more of my motivation. And yeah. that was huge. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, we're, we're hitting on the 30 minute mark and I, uh, I know we talked a whole lot more last night, but people don't get yeah, to hear I think, we, I think we did a good summary considering the unfortunate Instagram circumstances. Oh, it's crazy. I went to go click on the live and watch it back and it, well, I wasn't there. I was like. <laughs> so, yeah, I think uh, maybe the New Jersey uh, internet is not loving you. Honestly, that's probably what it is because I have, I have a lot of trouble with my anything lately. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I, if you have any further questions that maybe you thought about, you can ask me or whatever. I always end with uh, if you want to ask me any questions, but I sure appreciate appreciate you coming on with yeah, me. You're thank such you. a I feel like we have to today got to know a little bit more about Dub Dub Phil, and I love it. Um, but yeah, no, you've, you're you're incredible. Uh, your blue dot streak is one of the craziest things to me in, in a good way. I love that. Yeah.
And I, like I said last night, I love talking to you about it because I love that we are both so different in our journey, but both so successful. And I think that's one of the biggest tributes to WW is that we both follow it night and day. Like we talked about last night with the plans and everything and how we work our days. At the end of the day, we both are successful and you can work it how, how it works for you. And that's awesome to me. Absolutely. And now I know that I, I love you even more because you're a baseball fan, or at least you love baseball oh, players. I'm, so, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm obsessed. Yeah, I'm, obsessed. I'm, I'm a, I mean, a, a St. Louis Cardinal fan, so we might have okay. a little. I yeah, do not like you guys that much. I still think of that Beltron curveball. <laughs> um, but that is probably the hardest part about this quarantine besides the worry is that there's no baseball season. Yeah. I'm, I'm devastated. I know. Devastated. All right. Well, thank you for coming on. I will hit the end button. Have me again. Oh man, what a wonderful time chatting with Ashley. It did get cut short a little bit, but that's all right. Still such a wonderful time talking with her. If you are inspired by Ashley and you would love to follow her, she is on Instagram at AshleyTracksPoints. Thank you once again for joining us and we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the WW Phil Podcast, your guide to feel good. This podcast is not sponsored or affiliated with WW or any other brand. All statements and opinions on this show are those of Phil alone. Those who follow the WW program can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Phil has lost weight on a prior program and continues to use WW.